Welcome back to the Nightmare Girls. We are girls. <laughs> this is our nightmare. <laughs> um, what episode is this? I said, we said this every episode. 17. 17. We're almost legal wow. adults. We are the dancing queen. Oh, yeah. Young and sweet. Only 17. Even though we've released bonus content, that technically makes us have more episodes than that, but it's fine. Oh, yeah, hey. We're technically, like, in our 20s already. Dang. Yeah. Diggity dang. Well. Cute. Girls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Women. <laughs> Women. We Women. dubbed ourselves girls, so I guess we're just we did. forever girls. Also, the, the Nightmare Women doesn't sound as... Yeah, no. I don't know. The, 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 like the way it rolls off the no. tongue is not as. It doesn't satisfying. have the same ring no. to it. The nightmare wenches. <laughs> that would have worked, good. honestly. The, honestly, yeah. We could have just been the wenches. I feel like that's pretty good. The, the wenches. wenches. <laughs> that sounds like even like an edgy like band that like plays in like corner pubs in London or something. Like, <laughs> why aren't we that though? <laughs> the wench. I know. Why is that not the life that we're currently living? Right. <laughs> also, Rose is back. Yay! We missed Hi. you. Um, miss what did you, you think of last week's? episode uh it like very scary thank you anna mostly um but also jordan um thanks to jordan for stepping up and also for bringing the spooks um and meg i guess you're all right yeah i know it's fine i was just mad at you that you did uh la laurie without me there i'm sorry and but it's funny because like i knew jordan was gonna be on so i was like you know, I have to have some kind of, like, really freaky story to, like, really get, like, on Jordan's, like, nerves or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then Anna talked about the Dyatlov Pass, and I have yeah. not been able to stop thinking about it for the past week. That one so. picture is, like, actually just looks like a Sasquatch <laughs> from yes. Dyatlov Pass. Yeah. I, kn- I see. I knew you would have appreciated that. Uh-huh. <laughs> as soon as you sent it to me, like, I think my, literally, like, my gut reaction was, dude, that's Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and really um, cool and random on our Instagram, um, yeah. we have a listener, Alien Teddy Bear. Is that right? Alien Teddy Bear. Alien yes, Teddy hello. Bear. And she <laughs> she commented on our post and was like, oh, my sister starred in the movie about the Diablo mm-hmm. Pass, which is called The Devil's Pass. So, but, like, just really cool. So, I think we're going to we're gonna have a movie night and watch yes, it. Yes, definitely. And, yeah, that's like, that was such a cool comment. So, thank you so much for leaving that. And also, yeah. you've been a loyal listener, so thank you yeah, yeah, <laughs> for listening yeah. to us. <laughs> Shout out to Alien Teddy Bear and their um, cool art account. Yes, they have yeah. really—they draw like um, horror art. So it's very cool. yeah. Go check them out. Check them out. Um, in other news, we spent <laughs> this whole weekend binging the um, <laughs> the the haunting of Bly Manor, which just mm-hmm. dropped on Netflix, and it was so good. It was <laughs> yeah, really good. it was really good. It was really really good. Um, if anyone's watched The Haunting of Hill House, it's by the same people. Had a lot of the same actors, but it's a completely different story. Um, this one's definitely like it's definitely different than Hill House. Like, don't go in expecting like the same mm-hmm. sort of um, like s- the way the story is told is not the same as yeah. Hill House is. Yeah. But it was still really really good. Ugh, it was really good. We binged it, so it over good. just two days, and yeah. most of the episodes we watched just on Saturday. Yep, yesterday. Yeah, was yeah we like, watched six so... straight hours of yeah, TV. Yeah, six hours. <laughs> yeah. Oop. Well, yeah. Um, if anyone has any, like, favorite movies on Netflix, Hulu, any other, like, mm-hmm. streaming service that are, like, scary, please let us know, because I feel like that's so hard to find them on any of the mm. streaming, platform- streaming mm-hmm. platforms. Like, there's not really, like, I mean, there's so many, but you're, like, you don't know which ones are good and which yeah. ones are not. Yeah, so, send us right. If anyone has a favorite. We love let us know. the horror movies. Yeah, um, Anna and I one time watched the, um, the autopsy of Jane Doe, mm. and it was so <laughs> fucking scary. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. It was. Who's a trip? It was also just icky because it was like dead body. But yeah. We <laughs> yeah. followed it up by watching um after like the. Oh <laughs> my oh, gosh, I after. About that. And it was... <laughs> we were also imbibing some adult beverages, so by that point we were like, what? <laughs> we were like, is what's this? going on? It was so bad. Um, yeah. Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, but um yeah no let us know but we will definitely we're, we're definitely planning on watching um the devil's pass at some point so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess shall we just get shall we get started? I don't know if anyone else has anything exciting they want to share or no, nope. So this week I'm gonna be talking about um, Eastern State Penitentiary. <gasps> oh, I know. I Buzzfeed Unsolved did it. Oh, <gasps> yay! Fun. Yes, in um, Philly, Pennsylvania, uh, and it's funny because I once again I have this like huge list of places I want to talk about, um, but 
I was like, you know what, let's do something different. And I don't think I've talked about a prison yet. Like, I really don't think so, unless yeah. I'm Mm-mm. forgetting. So I figured this would be a fun, fun one. Also, because it's like very haunted. Um, yeah, it's just like very haunted and very. It's got a very messed up history. So cool. I guess let's just let's just get into it. So it opened its doors for the first time on October twenty fifth. 1829 so it's like anniversaries approaching soon which i guess is cool um and it opened as quote part of a controversial movement to change the behavior of inmates through confinement and solitude with labor end quote (laughs) um so basically it fit like it was around like 250 inmates and it had an individual cell for each of these inmates so every inmate would be separate that's a huge piece of the eastern state like story like the separate like solitude of every inmate that was there so i guess i'll just say like generally like its history is written with suicide and madness mm-hmm. and disease and murder and torture and all that kind of stuff Fine. um and a lot happened here and i just don't have the time to like cover every single like a little story that happened so i'll be talking more broadly with a couple like specific things but i mean with just hearing that description i'm sure you all you're all like oh this place is definitely haunted like without a doubt so yeah um i guess i'll also just mention too um that some famous inmates include al capone oh so that's fun al capone was there for a little bit i don't think he was there for his like whole sentence but Mm. and it was for like a petty petty like crime sentence Uh, like it wasn't like a yeah because i I, we all know he ended up in alcatraz which we'll have to talk about another date but um yeah he was there for a little bit and then there was this other guy whose name was slick willie (laughs) slick (laughs) willie sutton so i just wanted to mention him because he has a fun name so (laughs) he was famous i guess so i don't know what the hell he did but (laughs) they all had like weird like criminal names back then so like i'm trying to piece together what exactly he did like slick willie (laughs) it was like it sounds like a gangster name it does so um the idea behind eastern state came from the belief that crime and criminal behavior is a result of the environment that one is in and um Mm -hmm. Penitentiary obviously comes from the word penitent, which means like repentant or having regret for doing something wrong. Um, And it was believed that solitude would make a criminal penitent um, because it would give them a lot of time to reflect on their behavior and their actions and like really want to change so they can get out of that solitude and once again, like reassimilate with society. And this correctional theory was widely practiced in Philly and um, then eventually became known as the Pennsylvania system because Eastern State was kind of the the place that like really started mm-hmm. um, using this like solitary confinement method. And so it was also, I guess, derived from a Quaker inspired system. I don't really know how, but like, yeah, but that's all you really need to know. But it's no, there's nothing Quaker like about this as we'll get into it. But I, I guess that, that is kind of creepy to think about because I think when you think of like prisons and you think solitary confinement, you usually think like, oh, that's something that happens to someone that is staying in a prison that like does something bad while they're in the prison and then they go to solitary confinement for a little bit yeah. this was like no like your whole sentence you were in solitary confinement that sounds awful oh, wow. yeah i'm not surprised <laughs> sounds... that people like went crazy yeah no it's yeah it's just brutal so this was also um eastern state was like a response to the way other prisons were run at the time because other prisons use like really brutal methods and lots of like corporal punishment and things like that and they were also often like overcrowded and considered inhumane so basically like in like the early 1800s with prisons in the united states they would have these like giant pens and they would just kind of like keep like everyone in the pens so it'd be like you'd have like men women and children that might be like petty criminals because they're like homeless on the streets and they were like stealing something in like the same pen as like violent killers (laughs) oh and there was like no separation like men women and children like all in the same place and people were like hmm this is probably not a great system. So yeah, maybe not. Um, Eastern, yeah. So Eastern, Eastern State had separate specific cells for each inmate. So in theory, it was striving to end the ill treatment of prisoners, but like, is complete solitude not ill treatment? Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like it is. But then there's also some other stuff that they do in Eastern State that I want to talk about. That's Definitely not something Uh-oh. I would say is, like, okay. Mm-hmm. But moving on. So some of the efforts that were put in place to make sure that prisoners felt as alone as possible include um, these, like, special masks slash hoods um, that were utilized to keep inmates from talking to each other during rare trips outside of their cells and would also prevent them from seeing the um, layout of the prison. So they had no idea what this place looked like other than oh. their cell. 
That's yeah, mm-hmm. awful. And yes, like, and I did. Yeah. Um, I saw a picture of the hood, and I meant to send it to you guys so you could see it. And I, but I forgot to save it, so I will send it later, and we can post it on Instagram so you can see what it looks like. Um, but it literally just looks like a like a bag over someone's head. And at oh. the t- this time, there was no like eye holes in the hood. It was just kind of like kept over their head. Um, it's at a certain point they did eventually add eye holes because they were like, hmm, maybe that this is like really inhumane. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then another method that they use to keep these people alone. Um, so obviously, like, if you know anything about prisons, they usually have a period of time where, like, prisoners and inmates can, like, go outside and, like, exercise for a little bit, like, get some fresh air. Each cell had its own individual exercise yard. So you were all by yourself when you were taking that time to go outside. Oh. And they still couldn't see each other. Yes. Great. Wow. They cannot see each other. Yeah, and they had very few, like, interactions with, like, guards as well. And even when they were taken out of their cell, like, they were they were told, like, you were not to speak, you were not to talk to anyone, like, no, no, no. So, um, the design of the penitentiary was considered revolutionary. This was also something I meant to have a picture of, and then I completely forgot, so I will send it to you so you can see what the layout looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it consisted of seven original cell blocks that radiated from a central surveillance rotunda, um, so it was very, like, modern design for the time, but ultimately, like, each individual cell was very simple. Um, the only light that came into the cells was known was a small, like, skylight that was known as the Eye of God by prisoners because it was so small that it was just, like, oh boy, not a ton of light. Yeah, and all prisoners can do when they were in their cells, and just, like, in general, if they weren't, like, utilizing, like, the exercise yard and things, was read the Bible, or they could do, uh, quote, honest work, such as shoemaking or weaving. So arts and crafts. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And, and one one book. One one book. <laughs> one Bible. <laughs> that is all. So I guess when Eastern State was like really like hip hop happening, I don't even know if that's the way to say it though, because they were just quiet and like in the dark <laughs> all the time. They had lots of um, tourists come by to like check it out because it, this was so new for a prison that people were like, I need to see what this looks like because like I described before, the old prisons were just like these like giant pens. So people were like, oh, let's go see what it looks like. So people went there to like study its design and its methods and just like see what it looked like. But then once people started to like see the way Eastern State was like running and like how these inmates were um, like kept, there was a lot of like ongoing debate as to whether or not the methods were like effective for like really making criminals like want to like redeem themselves. Um, but also, like, is this cruel treatment of prisoners? So eventually critics made their voices heard, and one of the loudest critics was actually Charles Dickens, which I think is oh. super interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, so random. And eventually the Pennsylvania system was abandoned. So they added some additional cell blocks in the 1870s and the 1890s, and they mirrored the original cell blocks in design, but did not include, like, individual exercise yards. Um, They now had a communal exercise yard that prisoners could go use so they could see other folks. But even when they used this communal exercise yard, they were told, like, do not speak, and you have to, like, maintain your, like, identity, like, to yourself. Like, you cannot tell anyone. You have to be, like, anonymous, like, amongst the other prisoners. Like, you can see them now, but you can't, like, talk to them or, like, get to Mm -hmm. know anyone, and, like, they can't know who you are. And then this was around the time when the the hoods added the, the eye holes. So, yay. Yay, I guess. (laughs) So then eventually the solitary confinement method kind of just like faded away. Um, But it sounded like this was due to the volume of prisoners that were now starting to stay in Eastern State. Because originally, like I mentioned, there was like the around like 250-ish like cells for individual prisoners. Um, But in the early 1900s, I guess the number of prisoners that were being like sentenced to stay in Eastern State was growing. So now like prisoners had... um, like cellmates so there wasn't really that much of like the solitary aspect anymore Mm -hmm. um they also added like a communal dining hall um some like actual like factory like shops for them to go do their work so they weren't just like staying in like their cells and things and then they also added a couple new like guard towers with like searchlights and sirens and then some new cell blocks were constructed that had no light and no plumbing and were meant for solitary confinement so they still kept some sort of solitary confinement, but now it was more used as, like, punishment rather than, like, the overall method for how these prisoners were kept. Mm. And then the last major addition to Eastern State was in 1956, and it was cell block 15, which became their death row. So, obviously, um, inmates that were sentenced to death. And it was, like, the first, like, fully electronic confinement system in Eastern State, and it separated the prisoners from the guards basically at all times. And the facility eventually closed in 1970 due to lots of costly repairs because it had been like around for so long. 
Um, and then it was eventually declared a historic site and then opened for tours in the early 90s. Um, basically, like today, it operates as a stabilized ruin, according to the Washington Post. So its deterioration is like very controlled. So you can like go tour it and you can see it in its like dilapidated form, but it's it's still safe to visit. That was kind of just like a basic overview of the history. There was some other stuff that happened that I would like to talk about that's like really like shitty. Mm-hmm. Because like for the most part, it sounded like the big issue was just keeping these prisoners in solitary confinement for like long periods of time. There was some other stuff going on too. So like some of the um, punishments that they utilized, uh, there's no other way to put it other than like it was like fucked up. And it's just interesting to me that they were like, oh, we're not going to do like corporal punishment or anything. And like we're going to treat these prisoners like as a, like humans and things. Um, this These things don't sound like humane. So like, so the first one um, was this thing called an iron gag. And I don't like uh, this at all. Um, so basically, this was a punishment where, like, if you were caught, like, talking or, like, trying to talk with other inmates um, or, like, with guards or the, just, like, speaking at all, this was usually the punishment you would get. So basically, um, this, like, iron collar was, like, clamped onto the tongue of an inmate. And then the, there was, like, a hanging part of the collar that was, like, attached to your wrists. And then they put your wrists, like, behind your back, like, up high. If you moved at all, like your hands or your wrists, it would cause like severe tearing and bleeding of the tongue. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Um, and this Gross. was reserved, once again, for inmates that were trying to talk. And so many prisoners died during having, like, during this punishment because it was like mm-hmm. damn near impossible not to move like a, like, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and some inmates apparently used to like intentionally try to get this punishment to like put themselves out of their misery. So a lot of like suicide like oh, no. happens by I know, which is very sad. Um, but that just sounds like so messed up. Like that's literally like a torture device that they yeah devised. exactly like medieval torture. <laughs> literally, so like the fact that they're like, oh, we're we're not as like inhumane as these other prisons. I'm like, what is this? What the hell is okay. this? Who created this? Another punishment that they had was this thing called a water bath. So basically. A prisoner would be dunked in, like, ice-cold water in, like, a, a ice-cold, like, bathtub. And um, then they would be hung on the wall for the rest of the night until a layer of ice would be formed on the skin. Uh, they popsicled them. They popsicled them, yeah. Oh, that's no. not cool. Some popsicled no. prisoners. Popsicled, popsicled prisoners. prisoners. <laughs> Steps yeah, right up, get up. Just... Popsicled prisoner. Um, yeah. And then there was this other punishment called the mad chair. So basically, it was like a chair um, that had like straps on it. So you'd be strapped into this chair, but they were like, the straps were so tight that you couldn't even like slightly move. And you would be left there for like days without any food in this chair. And it was so tight that it would often lead to like insufficient blood flow to various parts of the body. And then this would result in like amputations for prisoners that had to stay here because like the the blood flow was just like so off so like this is just like how they were getting away with this and thought that they were doing like much better than all these other prisons is like truthfully beyond me yeah Um, yeah yeah. and then um they also had a spot in the penitentiary called the hole which i feel like you kind of know what i'm gonna say before i even say it because i feel like we everyone like when you have an idea of like a prison Mm -hmm. or like an old-fashioned prison i feel like the hole is something that like maybe like do we have to (laughs) skip over what like do we have to it just sounds awful i know yeah so um it was a pit in the ground beneath cell block 14 and basically prisoners that were put in there were locked in there for weeks and they had like little air and no light um they were given a slice of bread and some water to survive but the hole was like infested with like rodents and cockroaches so like oh 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 oh, no that would kill me because i'm allergic to cockroaches apparently oh really yeah Oh my god, I didn't know that. Cockroaches, <laughs> ladybugs. No explanation. <laughs> just, just no explanation. <laughs> Apparently I'm allergic to cockroaches. Yeah, that cool. sucks though. Ew. That's cute. Yucky. But yeah, those are just some of the some of the crazy punishments that they, they would use on the inmates. Um, so obviously this place is fucking haunted. And stories about different different paranormal experiences began like as early as like the nineteen forties. So just in general you can hear disembodied footsteps, um, wailing, whispering. Mm. There's a lot of temperature changes, especially if you go into the water bathroom, and that's probably because of the fact that like they would hang those prisoners up to be like icy, icy popsicles. Right. 
Ugh. Yeah. Cell Block 12 is probably like the most haunted cell block out of all of them. Um, it's just kind of known for like echoing voices and some like eerie cackling that like gets louder as you approach. <laughs> um, and it's also like people have seen like full bodied apparitions in there. Um, this is also the cell block where like when like ghost adventures went, I'm pretty sure they got some like EVPs when they went in there and they heard some like creepy stuff. So yeah. And I mean, this also tells you that like it's super haunted if ghost adventures went there. Right, oh yeah duh. <laughs> duh cell block six you can sometimes see like shadowy figures darting along the walls that people have seen like shadows like slink up and down the stone walls and things which oh, is really creepy there have been claims that you can see like a silhouette of a guard in one of the guard towers because i guess a couple guards died there too and i don't know if it's because of like disease um because there was a lot of like sickness too especially with the, the inmates that were like you know, like, they got the water bath treatment. Like, you're oh, going to get, yeah. like, sick when you're, like, Duh. hanging like that. Yeah. And then also, like, if you're put in the hole where there's, like, roaches and, like, rodents, like, I just don't think, like, the cleanliness of this place was, like, great either. <laughs> so people were getting sick and stuff, too. So the, one of the most, like, famous stories that uh, – or, like, ghost stories that people have about Eastern State. So there was this guy whose name was Gary Johnson, and he, um, like, worked there in, like, the early 1990s. Um, he might still work there. I, it was kind of unclear, but basically he um, was like a locksmith and he was just there to like help maintain Eastern State um, to make sure it wasn't like a super dangerous place for people to go like tour and things. So he was checking the locks on some of the old cells and he went into cell block four and he was trying to open one of the old locks. And then he said that, quote, a force gripped him so tightly he was unable to move. Um, and then the energy in there was like, all of a sudden like overwhelmingly negative and he could hear like voices of like people that like apparently used to stay in cell block four and he could see these like tormented faces like coming out of the wall like just like faces of i I don't know why but i imagine like like in the haunted mansion (laughs) when they just have like the the like the busts of people it was like ghostly like heads just like peeking out of the wall like "Ah." um but basically he freaked out and he also like hates to talk about it to this day so that's terrifying but yeah but like there's a there's like a lot of evidence where like there's some sort of like activity going on in eastern mm-hmm. state and like people just kind of like know it's haunted um I'll, if you go on eastern state's website they have like an faq page and one of the questions is is it haunted and they're like no it's not haunted like people say that they have seen things but like we don't think it's haunted um okay. and today eastern state actually does this like giant ha- haunted house every year in like the fall it's not obviously happening right now due to like covid and things um, but it's like scary. Like there's videos of it on YouTube and I've watched a couple of them and it's terrifying. So basically it's called terror behind the walls and Ooh. they have like two options where like you can either just go through like the haunted house, like as is, and if people jump out to you, but I'm pretty sure they also have an option where like you can volunteer to get like grabbed by like the actors <sighs> and like pulled it. Like you have to wear like a glow stick or something. Um, at least from what I remember from one of the mm-hmm. videos I watched, but like Basically, they divide, like, each, like, cell block into, like, a different type of, like, haunted house. Like, I think you can do all of them, but, like, there's, Whoa. yeah, it's 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 nuts. Like, I really encourage you to watch some of the videos because I've never seen a haunted house that, like, crazy. So, That's insane. Yeah, so it's a, it's a big attraction. <laughs> yes. No. That yes. is, as much as I love scary stuff, I, for some reason, hate haunted houses, even though they're fake. Like, they're absolutely <laughs> fake. Like, I, I, I wanted no. to go so bad last year with everyone, and everyone backed out no one wanted to do it besides <laughs> which you, me <laughs> which one did you want to go to I'll go though? I don't remember. any literally no, any. i i don't i would punch someone in the face if they got too close to me and then then i get kicked out like that's not <laughs> this is for their safety it's not for mine <laughs> last time i was in a haunted house um my mom and i got cornered by like some werewolf and um we, we literally just like froze i didn't know what to do <laughs> I just I don't like when people get in my face and like yeah, exactly. I, my eyes would have to be closed like I would need someone like dragging me along through the haunted house to like make yeah. it through like I cannot do that. I would do that for you Meg I would do that for you I, think, I know but then I also know, feel the like three of us together feel... would be good <laughs> but see like I feel like the house. actors would like feed off the fact that I was clearly like terrified <laughs> and I can't mm-hmm. do that like I can't like they always no go no for no the scared one. Fine. <laughs> I'll yeah. just go alone, I suppose. Yeah. No, but seriously, like, watch the videos. It's, like, nuts. Like, it's crazy. Uh, and I guess, like, if you're into that sort of thing, it's probably, like, a ton of fun. But but it's also, like, crazy that they're doing it in, like, an, an actual haunted location. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I actually read an article, and I can't remember which one it was because there were so many. Um, I guess one time an actor was, like, 
they're, they're, wherever they were stationed in the haunted house was like above like cell block 12 which is the one that I said was like the paranormal like hotbed mm-hmm. and they were like I cannot I cannot act up there anymore like I just can't like there just feels like there's something wrong so if I could be moved that would be great oh but then but then like whoever was in charge of like setting up the haunted house was still like that's just them though I don't think it's haunted I'm like mm, sounds fake but okay yeah no kidding. Um, but yeah that's eastern state um, not too many like specific stories but like there's a clearly like a lot going on like and also just based off of what happened to the people that were like mm-hmm. sentenced there no no oh just, yeah yeah it's insane that's yeah i'm still reeling from like anything revolving around tongues as we talked about last Ew. week so <laughs> the iron gag thing was just unpleasant right. <laughs> unpleasant too that's messed up dude yeah, yeah no but that's eastern state penitentiary wow wow cool so are you guys ready for a weird cryptid story? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, so this one, this week, I have a story uh, per request of Anna Dow. Again. <laughs> um, she, I was planning on doing something like really like a classic monster, like werewolf or vampire or, or like a cr- classic cryptid like Bigfoot or Chupacabra, but... Then Anna sent me this, and it, like, completely derailed me once again. <laughs> I am easily distracted. I'm um, noticing, like, a trend with you. <laughs> I know. Um, well, here's the thing. So I was minding my own business, and Anna sends me this TikTok from this user called That One Cowboy. Um, oh. Is that the one that's always shirtless? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, what never mind. What is your For You page looking like, Anna? <laughs> um... <laughs> But so he's like a real life cowboy with a ranch somewhere in like, I couldn't figure out exactly where, but it's like somewhere in the southern deserty part of the US, I think like Texas I saw, I saw this, I know it, I know it, I know, these freak me out so much, I'm so ready. What? 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 Um, I'll get there, just, just give it a second. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Um, but so, you know, I decided, you know, we'll just go with it, because this week, it was too good to pass up, and plus, it comes from Native American folklore, so happy Indigenous Peoples Day, which is tomorrow oh, so when we're recording this. Um, fuck Columbus. <laughs> and, uh, yep. um, fuck Columbus. Mm-hmm. Fuck Columbus. Yep. Have yes. we ranted? I feel like we've ranted about him before on this podcast. I think we Probably. have. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good. As, as <laughs> now you all know where we stand. <laughs> yeah. So let me explain. <laughs> um, a lot of that one cowboy's videos are just like, cowboy things like he has a video where he just goes like uh it's cowboy fidget spinners and he like spins the spur on his boot (laughs) um just cowboy things like um you know there's like videos of him on his horse and whatever but a few of his videos including the one sent my way via anna um is this video of a strange encounter he's had recently on the ranch and like there's been multiple videos where this keeps happening and he keeps updating people so it's this just like weird creature he's like out on the trail at night and you can hear like it's you know like a normal desert area um but then all of a sudden there's this like sound that sounds like a child just saying hey like repeatedly so it's like hey hey and like i'll send you the videos later i don't want to mess up the audio um (laughs) but like so he said the only thing he's like seen there's no one out there the only thing he's seen is something that looked a bit like a coyote and in another video like the same thing happens around dusk he's on his horse but the horse gets so spooked it like turns and runs back to like where they came from it like literally loses it and someone said like I guess your horse just spooks easy, but, like, you know, he posted a couple other videos, like, proving that it doesn't. Oh, and then there, like, someone else said, like, you know, coyote just kind of sounds like a person, like, it could have just been a coyote, but, like, they don't speak to get your attention, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, someone else said, like, it could have been a specific bird that mimics human speech, which it could yeah. be, but, like, then there are other videos where he says, like, he heard something that sounds like a goat and they don't have goats on their ranch at all um and it's like a huge like plot of land um so there shouldn't be any goats nearby so he decided that this thing that he keeps encountering is a skinwalker oh no 
no, 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 no. So you're welcome. No, no, no. No, I'm going to leave the, the call now. This was fun, so, guys. I'm really glad we made it to episode 17. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this is like specifically, it's a the Native American legend of skinwalkers. Um, uh, they appear in a few different like tribes, folklore and, and legends and things. Um, but like most specifically, I've seen referenced the Navajo tribes. So basically, I, well, two things. <laughs> Um, one, they're like werewolves, except probably real. Uh, so we still got the good spooky stuff. Mm. But apparently there's a bit of superstition in Native American culture about talking about skinwalkers. Um, oh my god, bro! Cool, cool, cool. What do you Love mean? This. Love what do you mean? It. It's, um, there's a fear that speaking the name means that they will, like, you will like attract them so they're basically they're coming for me (laughs) oh good thank god i live in a metropolitan area where anything seen like that would just be like (laughs) on site like like, disappear or like get mauled by a wild animal or like whatever like it wasn't an accident (laughs) cute stop it cute love it just rose things when you get mauled by a wild animal (laughs) You know, if that's the way I gotta go, then that's the way I gotta go. No, no. (laughs) I'm down as long as it's not a shark. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh yeah, Rose, wasn't that crazy last week with Jordan? Jordan knows someone that got ate by a shark. I'm still, (laughs) like, thinking about that. Probably more than you're thinking about the Dyatlov pass. I know, Anna Anna was so messed. And it was funny because, like, I edited last week's episode and it was just very apparent. Like, Anna's, like, tone changed. Like, (gasps) what do you mean? (laughs) I heard that, yeah. Yeah, so no no animals eating anyone, please. And thank you. Very good. (laughs) So, despite the superstition, uh, meaning no disrespect to the Navajo culture or anything, um, I will be talking about skinwalkers and um, probably cursing Mm. myself, but what else is new? (laughs) Um, So now you're wondering, what is a skinwalker, Rose? (laughs) Tell us, Rose. Thank you, Anna. (laughs) Whoa, okay. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you, Meg. Gold star for me. Wow. Wow. Um, Wow. So, basically, they're an evil witch that can shift into animal shape. Yes, me. (laughs) They usually take the shape of a wolf, coyote, crow, fox, or owl, but it is said that they can take any animal shape that they desire. Apparently, when in their human form, their eyes have like an inhuman animal shine, but in animal form, their eyes are dull and unreflective, which is one way you might be able to spot them. (laughs) Meg's making the most sour face right now. I don't like it. Um, I'm sorry. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Ow. Shut up. I just hit my hand. <laughs> um, so in human form, they're usually very hairy. Um, and in Navajo tradition, they wear the skins of like the animal that they embody, I guess, um, which is like how they get their name. They're skinwalkers. <laughs> uh. Uh. Uh-huh. Um, In animal form, they're commonly believed to always be the color white, so that distinguishes them from other animals, or regular animals. (laughs) Similar to vampires, a skinwalker cannot enter an inhabited home without invitation. Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. And similar to Wendigos with their cannibalism, the powers of the witch (laughs) or the skinwalker is received when someone breaks a cultural taboo or becomes like an outcast in that way. That sentence, similar to Wendigos with cannibalism. cannibalism. (laughs) Yeah, so it's the same kind of practice of like somehow they've you know, um, betrayed their spiritual traditions or practices, some, some kind of evil, some perversion of their, mm-hmm. their culture, which makes a lot of sense. Um, so something to remember, which uh, just cracks me up when I read it, was that not every witch is a skinwalker, but every skinwalker is a witch. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so like, 
skinwalkers i guess are a type of witch in this culture okay so once again saying the name out loud is said to invite them to yourself so uh not that i am but sorry (laughs) um so it's said that like they place curses on their victims um, so that they might inhabit the person's mind and control their behavior they might accomplish this by locking eyes with their victim or using a person's spit hair clothing or shoes to create some kind of like evil talisman they can make any human or animal noise that they choose regardless of their form and they may also use the voice of a relative or a child to lure their victims away from the safety of their home oh so like creepy that's fun that was where i kind of like was like oh that one cowboy might not be you know full of shit after all because <laughs> it sounded Wait, like that's like, so a child i'm oh, sorry um, I was just gonna say, so like he just was like randomly like recording videos and just happened to get like things like on. Yeah, I think. Tape. Well, like, cause he just makes a lot of videos for his, you know, on on his ranch, like cowboy things. Um, <laughs> just cowboy, just cowboy things. Yeah, but it seemed like um, this was something that like has happened and been happening for a little while. Like in one of the videos, he says like, "Whatever this is, it's not leaving." Oh. <laughs> um, Yikes! And like. What get, gets me is, like, the horse getting spooked, because, like, that horse, I'll show you the video later, it was, like, afraid. <laughs> um, oh, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's really weird. So I think, like, it um, is something that's been happening, and then he just started catching it on video, and, and yikes. <laughs> so, I I don't... Are, are they, like, pretty much only in desert areas? I feel like every time I've heard about a skinwalker, it's been, like, in a deserty area. Mm-hmm. Or they can... Is it, I like, they can be anywhere? I think usually, or... um, at least that's where, like, it has come up most often. But I don't know if it's, like, exclusive, you know? Okay. I think they can travel, so... Okay. Cool. <laughs> oh, that's mm-hmm. fun. It's kind of like every other crypt you've talked about that, like, is, like, it starts in one place and then just, like, happens to travel <laughs> yeah. to everywhere. It wasn't, like, everywhere. location-specific. It was more, like, culture-specific. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some some legends say that they have the power to read humans' thoughts. They also gain power from their victims' fear. Oh. <laughs> um, and they will use spells or charms uh, to instill fear and control their victims. Their weapons include human bone fragments launched by blowguns, which is like, there's, I guess, some form of poison which can kill the victim. Um, ah, no. Or human bone dust, which can cause paralysis and heart failure. Um, oh. Or live rattlesnakes. <laughs> or personal belongings of the victim which like all these things used for like making evil charms and like somehow channeling evil (laughs) which is Mm. not what we stand here (laughs) no so skinwalkers are usually responsible for or blamed for murders animal attacks and disappearances among the navajo people it could also be used to explain unexplained sicknesses or deaths um that they might say like it's probably the presence of a skinwalker or, or some similar evil spirit the only like there are only a few ways to stop stop it <laughs> um one source said that they could be killed by being shot in the neck while in animal form with bullets dipped in white ash okay that is <laughs> so so specific, specific. <laughs> it's so much work oh my god uh-huh um, but the other, like, thing that I saw in more sources, um, was that, because, like, they believe you can't fight evil with evil, so the only way to stop it is to learn the, like, skinwalker's true human identity, and it is said that, like, if you, if you pronounce their full name about three days later, that person will get sick or die. <clears throat> oh. So, that's like the only way to get rid of them (laughs) but the thing that gets me is like they're still believed in today yes meg so um 
so they're like there could just be like a normal person like walking around that is like actually a skin t- skin i skin walker walker it, yeah not a skin taker, taker. I, I almost said <laughs> skin taker but I was like, that's not no. it <laughs> um so th- like yeah but okay but here's the thing but people if this skinwalker is just like also spends their time as like a human wouldn't mm-hmm. there have to be people that like know their full name like <laughs> i don't they know they have like I legal mean, like documents or things like that like, and like they go like today uh, like skinwalker at the dmv like <laughs> trying to get my, trying to get something <laughs> like don't like, don't, 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 wouldn't they have to have like their full identity like i mean i don't know a lot of people live off the grid (laughs) (laughs) like that's that's one of the things that like they pointed out is that like because it's definitely like a product of like um like an older culture um and a lot of the things don't translate as well to like modern times yeah but like (laughs) it still seems like at least in animal form like people report them like a lot. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they just spend all their time in animal form? Maybe. Or, like, I, I mean, I like, feel it... like. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you. No, okay. you. I, I feel like, you know, if, you know, they, like, the, it would be easy for them to just spend most of their time in animal form, but, like, use the human form, like, as a tool, like, to get things or get places yeah. or, like, trick people. Well, I was gonna, but I'm, I'm, like, thinking, like, why not just be an animal all the time, you know? No bills. Yeah. <laughs> You can just no steal bills food. to pay. <laughs> Head empty. <laughs> just <laughs> think only just forage. kill and be Wendigo. Or <laughs> Skinwalker. Wendigo. They're like very related to like Wendigos. Wendigos, yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking about how we named the Wendigo episode just Wendigo things and we've said just something oh, things no. like <laughs> six times in this episode. <laughs> we've been saying just cowboy things. So like. Just cowboy things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Just yeah. so, cannibal um, things really that's... sums it all up the skinwalker it's very creepy and like i really need you guys to see those tiktoks because i can't wait to see i have seen them actually that's so is this is this cowboy guy does he just like live like alone on like a ranch or something i don't meg's meg's looking for a hubby (laughs) no no (laughs) damn it i knew you were gonna ask i knew you were gonna say that the moment i'm not like so he's just alone on like a big ranch so he's just like wealthy like how old are we how old are we talking he's like pretty muscular he's got that mustache i know you love facial hair whoa 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 i'm not the one that loves facial hair that's jordan sorry to expose you on our podcast He's I mean, got, I like, the full mustache. Hair. I'm not saying that's a deal breaker, goes, like, but I'm just... Like, you know, it's, like, the whole, like... Oh. Whole... Is he, like, really old? I th- no. No. <laughs> I don't think so. No. I don't know. Meg's interested we'll and single. single. <laughs> Where's his ranch? <laughs> I... <laughs> no, I'm just trying to get a concept of, like, where this is happening. Like, I couldn't <laughs> figure it out. I'll, um... <laughs> Is he like entirely alone? Is there like civilization? Or is he just, like, in the of I don't know. He's at least like, got a horse. <laughs> God, God, girls, just curious, man. Like, I don't know. I didn't watch all of his videos because I'm not super interested in cowboy things. I just wanted to know about his cryptid. <laughs> Neither videos. am I. That sucks, man. I would not want to be a cowboy. She's just saying that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Anna. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> guys ready for a conspiracy theory? Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if so it's like you tell me your conspiracy. I'm not ready to be scarred again. <laughs> I want to be spooked, Anna. It's October. Bring on those conspiracies. Okay. I honestly don't objectively know whether this is spooky. It is to me. Um, mm. It's also one of my favorite things to talk about. So, I am going to be talking about an actual conspiracy theory. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That many people actually believe today. Um, maybe even myself. But first, Ooh. in order to talk about this conspiracy theory, I have to tell you about one of my favorite and also one of the most horrible topics um, in U.S. history, which is MK Ultra. Oh, oh no. no. We're talking about Project Pegasus, aren't we? Is that is that no, what we're MK at? Ultra. Is that very, doesn't very that have different. to do with that? Oh, okay. No. I was like Project Pegasus Christ. is about uh time travel. This is about mind control. Oh. Mm-hmm. Same same diff. Same They're vein, all weird. <laughs> same diff. They're all creepy and scary. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Well, 
Told so, his wife. <laughs> just keep in mind this is an actual thing that happened in the U.S. for yeah. like 20 years. Like our government Dude. did it top secretly. Just, you know, keep that in mind. Um, so MKUltra, which is also called the CIA Mind Control Program, mm-hmm. was a highly confidential program that involved different in- experimentation on human subjects, often unknowing or unwilling human subjects, mm. Um, mm. in order no. to master mind control. No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 Yeah. No. 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 That's I'll it. Stop now. No more. No more nose. Okay. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, that was the last one. <laughs> so after World War Two and the then the Korean War and in the midst of the Cold War, um, the U.S. became concerned that other countries, specifically China, Russia, and Korea, had figured out ways to control the minds of their enemies. And they had received some intelligence about this, but what really started making the government concerned was some prisoners of war were released after the Korean War, and when they came back, they were altered, and they kept parroting Korean propaganda from the war and Um. denouncing the U.S., so literally just, like, spewing off the Korean, like, propaganda lines. Oh, weird. Um, So the U.S. was like, oh, no, they figured out how to control our uh, soldiers' minds. We have to do the same, of course. Um, of course. Because, yeah, like, the U.S. refuses to be left behind in any sort of, you know, nuclear, industrial, or even, like, psychological warfare <laughs> development. Yay. No matter how completely fucked up it is. <laughs> so, the CIA had to begin their own research. And by research, I mean experiments, and by experiments, I mean, like, literal torture. Great! On people. <laughs> yeah. So the program began in 1953, and it continued until 1973, when it was ended, which, like I said, is 20 years. It was most active in the first, like, five to ten years, and then it mm-hmm. kind of got smaller and smaller until it was ended, but still, 20 years. And this research, quote-unquote, <laughs> wasn't confined to just, like, one secret base or anything, but they set up over a 100 front organizations to work under as well as um, hiring people in 80 different universities to do research on mind control. Mm. And one unfortunate thing is in 1973, the CIA director, Richard Helms, he ordered all of the documentation about Project MKUltra to be destroyed, um, knowing that it would be, like, this horrible scandal if it got out, which it eventually did, but... Mm. So that means there's a ton of information that we don't even know. Like, there's so much that we don't actually know good. because all of that documentation was destroyed. One good, I mean, at first it was just people who had been tested on coming forward and being like, I know, like, something happened to me. But of course, they had, a lot of them had had their minds messed with. Mm. So they weren't considered reliable sources necessarily. And right. they also, I'll get to it, but they did a lot of their experiments on people who don't really have a voice anyway. Um, yeah. So, but, and then, luckily, in 1973, no, not 1973, hold on. I don't remember what year. It was a few years (laughs) later. Um, a few years later, they actually found over 20,000 documents related to (gasps) MKUltra. 20,000? What? That had been misfiled. Uh, Oh my god. Yeah. Cool. So, they ended up being able to, like, verify that, that this happened, and then the CIA had to come clean and be like, yeah, so, here, <laughs> we did some bad stuff. Oh yes. my god, yeah, just some bad stuff. Just, just some bad just, stuff. Just America things. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> so, there was also a range of different things that they did to subjects in these attempts at mind control, including... High doses of psychoactive drugs, especially LSD, like a lot of LSD, and other chemicals, electroshock, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse, as well as other forms of torture. Oh, no. MK, um, this might be a complete derailment. I apologize in advance. But everything revolving around, like, MKUltra kind of always, 
like makes me think of um stranger things like the whole like, yeah weird... yeah she she in the show they i think they said that that her mother was part of mk ultra and that's why she got yeah. all these powers or something mm. like yeah, yeah no it's like crazy it's crazy yeah. and also if you haven't watched stranger things you absolutely should but like oh yeah <laughs> ooh, it, it's just so creepy ah, yeah like no, thank you so all these like horrible tortured things that they did are like you know terrible in themselves but like i said before what's even worse is that most of the subjects used for this experiment were unwilling or unaware or not actually fully informed about what would be done to them when they agreed to do these experiments Mm -hmm. so i'm just going to give you a few of the like literal thousands of cases of people who were experimented on without their full consent so in one case the cia set up multiple fake brothels and then experimented on the men who showed up because they knew they would be too embarrassed to speak about what happened oh my fucking god God. Mm -hmm. i mean like first of all just the fact that they set up fake brothels Mm -hmm. yeah well keep going (laughs) and then another case which i actually found a full video that they interviewed the man who he, he was one of the subjects Mm. Um, he was in the military as a young man, um, and he and a few other young men volunteered to help scientists. What they said was an experiment to help scientists discover a cure for the common cold, but that's not what they were doing. And they mm. had no idea what was going to happen to them when they entered this experiment, but the scientists brought them into a room. They put respirators on the young men, and then they left them in what the man said he later found out was a literal gas chamber. They dosed them with a ton of sarin, which is a a nerve agent, and then just watched them for 30 minutes as they essentially had, like, the worst full system, like, overload slash horrible, horrible panic attack on Earth for 30 minutes. The official paperwork of this experiment clearly states that this was a test to test the least the lethal dose of sarin so basically they didn't know if these people would survive if these young military men would survive i don't understand how this was like allowed at all like that doesn't make any freaking sense to me yeah yeah no they but it it happened like that's the crazy thing this sounds like it should be fake yeah but it's not and there's so many testimonies of people who were went through literal torture by our government that was covered up and they weren't listened to and like i think like i said they a lot of times they prey on people who didn't have a voice so like in this case young military men Mm. who are doing a service it was like related to the military so Mm -hmm. they probably wouldn't feel like they could speak up about what had happened right because they're serving Mm -hmm. their country you know Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so in other experiments where people were given lsd without their knowledge they were interrogated under bright lights with doctors in the background taking notes and they told subjects that they would extend their their trips if they refused to reveal their secrets um and a whole bunch of people they did this to a whole bunch of people including cia employees uh, military personnel and uh, people who were suspected to be working for the other side in the Cold War. Yikes. And a lot, like, a lot of these people suffered from long-term debilitation and even death from this. They also preyed on heroin addicts who were bribed into taking LSD. In in return, they offered to give them more heroin. Hmm. Sorry, this is really sad. I'm just... <laughs> sad. Oop. Yeah, no. <laughs> sorry (laughs) no but it is it's so sad it is really sad and just creepy and then during one period of time the CIA wanted to test how the subject would act if they were slipped LSD unaware and they decided to do this just randomly to unknowing CIA agents like in their department Uh so every now and then during like a staff meeting someone would start tripping balls <laughs> someone like slipped lsd in their in their coffee okay it's not that. funny but that is funny <laughs> i know like, i know imagine being like a cia agent and like not knowing this was going to become a part of your job but you were all mm-hmm. of a sudden a test subject like that is yeah. not what these people are like signing up to do yeah yeah, yeah. 
and unfortunately, um, one of these surprise trips ended very poorly. Of course it did. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Frank Olson, he was a U.S. Army biochemist who was, uh, I think, working with the CIA, and then one morning someone slipped LSD in his coffee, and he had some very, very negative side effects after and became horribly depressed, and unfortunately, a week later, he took his own life by jumping out of a 13-story window. Oh, my God. What the hell? Anna. I'm sorry. sorry. I mean, how dare you report the news? I'm sorry. It's sorry for fault. telling you the truth. I'm sorry, it's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for exposing our country's dirty laundry. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's a, people should know about this, yeah, because, definitely. come on, this is the stuff we found out about. It's, yeah. yeah, and it's very telling that it's, like, deliberately left out of, like, school curriculums and oh, things. Yeah. Like, yeah, why we should be learning. You know, question your government, people. Facts. <laughs> Suddenly, the Nightmare Girls podcast disappears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Yeah, if we go missing, it was either yeah. Anna's conspiracies or my cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they're probably coming for us right now. Yep. Well, it's been fun, lads. <laughs> so, now I'm going to talk about, in my opinion, the worst thing that the CIA did. Oh my, this, we haven't even gotten to the worst no. thing yet. <laughs> the Early on, the CIA partnered up with uh, Canadian psychiatrist Donald Ewan Cameron. So Cameron worked at the Allen Memorial Institute of McGill University in Montreal in the psychiatric hospital. And from the years 1957 to 1964, he was given nearly $70,000, which with inflation is almost $600,000 today in grant money by the CIA to... What's that noise? I don't know. Something just like kicked on in my apartment. Okay. Uh... Make sure I think it's my like... fridge. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I think it, it might be done in a minute. I'm so sorry. Because I'm like, I hear you talking all of a sudden. I was like, I thought it was like a laser. And I was like, oh, no. They're here. They're, they found they're us coming. already. Oh, my God. I'm sorry quick. if you could hear that. That's really annoying. No, it's okay. So from the year 1957 to 1964, he was given nearly $70,000, which today with inflation is, it's around like $600,000 in grant money by the CIA, CIA to conduct experiments on his patients for Project MKUltra. Um, Cameron didn't know at the time that the grant money came from the CIA, but he knew what they were doing. So Cameron did all sorts of experiments with LSD, electroshock, etc., but his most intense treatment he called the patterning. It's just pretty awful, especially if you think about these are you know psych patients they they didn't give their consent and he mm-hmm. used the guise of give like this is a new treatment but mm. he, that's not what he was going for i mean that's not what the cia was going for right. at all and a lot of his patients ended up worse for wear obviously after yeah. this but Great. this is what he would do so he would first repeatedly use very high level electroshocks on the patient's until their bodies couldn't convulse anymore. Hmm. He then would fix a helmet over the patient's head with a recorded message that would, like, play through the ear hole of the helmet um, nonstop. And he would leave these on their head usually for weeks on end, just saying the same thing over and over, and they couldn't remove these helmets. What the hell? And finally, he would put the patient into a coma for anywhere from, like, a month to two months or maybe even longer all while administering a cocktail of different drugs into their bodies. What the fuck? Well, that's horrible. Oh, I lost my plane. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. <laughs> he was, you know, kind of a dick. Just, just a, a bit. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you just call Anna a dick? Or did I mis- mishear what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said Rose, just a bit. Rose, did you just say I'm a dick? What? No. I said just a bit. Oh. <laughs> oh, and then you—it sounded like you said you're a dick, Anna. <laughs> what? What? It's like, what did Anna do? Sorry. This for some reason I didn't realize how depressing this was when I was writing it down. It's just really interesting, like, and definitely something we should know, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just okay, also really yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So many, many of the people who lived through the MK Ultra experiments were never the same, obviously. Some even died from complications due to these experiments later in life or were severely physically or mentally handicapped. So after MKUltra was exposed, the CIA swore to forever discontinue their search for a way to control the mind. But this is where the conspiracy comes in, because a lot of people think, but, you know, did they really? They never got the results they wanted with MKUltra, but they did get some promising results. Mm-hmm. Do you really think the CIA would give up so easily when other countries that have been notoriously <laughs> tend to be hostile toward the U.S. may have cracked the code on mind control? So many, many people are doubtful that the CIA actually did stop these experiments and this program. So, I mean, there's no way to know if they're still carrying on, quote-unquote, research under a different name. Obviously, we know very, very little about what the CIA actually do. But, (laughs) yeah. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people think, like, it was back in the 60s when this started. They knew so little about LSD and, I mean compared to now they knew very little about the brain and about all these like new drugs that we have so if these experiments are still going on it's actually like pretty likely that the CIA has found much more success with modern technology and medicine so the theory is that many many more people than we could even imagine are actually under the control of the CIA right now Uh, no 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 so I think you guys probably have heard of this but a lot of people, at least in the USA, think that our popular celebrities, maybe many of them, are actually uh-huh. just puppets. Yep. Who exist to influence and distract citizens. This also kind of ties into the Illuminati in some ways, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to talk about that. But. <laughs> That's a oh, whole yeah. other can of worms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For another day. <laughs> the Illuminati is tied to, like, every other conspiracy theory. I can't yeah. Yeah. talk about it every time. <laughs> They're just there. <laughs> the CEO of conspiracy theories. <laughs> Okay, do you guys remember in 2018, there was this video of Cardi B at, like, some music awards show, and she just froze mid-second <gasps> sentence and, like, stared off and, like, was mm-hmm. swaying really weirdly. And then yeah. she, like, snapped back, and people were, like, that's one of the things <laughs> that people talk about most when they're, like, mm-hmm. they're being hypnotized <laughs> or con- being controlled. She glitched one way or another. She, she glitched. <laughs> Yeah. The simulation glitched, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's, like, a bunch of other videos of celebrities that people are like, oh, it's so weird how they did this, like... (laughs) (laughs) But the theories do get even darker, as some think that our democracy itself is a sham completely. What? Really? Wow. Really? (laughs) What a shock. (laughs) But people think that there's just a a group of people who are calling all the shots, and every, you know, major political figure, governors, senators, etc., are just victims of mind control, or MKUltra. They're nothing more than puppets meant to keep the American people satisfied that democracy actually does exist, and that, like, our voices are actually heard. But, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so that's basically the big theory. Um, Another terrifying thing that MKUltra was in search of a way to control people's minds, yes, but it also wanted to, they also wanted to figure out how to create short-term amnesia, so the person who had been mind-controlled or altered or whatever, depatterned, wouldn't even remember that they had been. Oh no. So, so some people theorize that if the CIA actually did figure out this technology, then even people who were under the influence would probably have absolutely no idea that they were. Sorry, I'm completely losing my voice now. Um, so, if this is true, then anyone could be an unknowing puppet. Any of us could be. And maybe someday, we all will be. Who knows? Uh-oh. The uh. end. Well, you know, if we suddenly um, change our tune on some of the things that we've said, just know that something probably happened to us. <laughs> We're yeah. suddenly like, America's great. Our government is infallible. It's, it's I love the current presidency. <laughs> Yeah, if if that ever if we ever start spouting that kind of nonsense, you know something's wrong. Yep. <laughs> Anna, I'm so sorry that you died. <laughs> I died. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna cut it all out in editing, but uh, I just had like the worst coughing attack <laughs> right as I was getting to my last bullet point. Oh man. 
Maybe that was, maybe that was triggered by like some mind control thing you already had, and they're like, please just stop talking. They're like, oh, <laughs> they're talk like don't tell them that they could be mind controlled too. <laughs> they mind controlled your lungs. <laughs> the government controls my lungs. Oh, no. <laughs> the government controls They've my tried lungs. to off me a couple times. Then. <laughs> oh my God. Well, another week, Thank another you, episode. <laughs> Happy October again. Happy October. Woo. Um, we, I, I know we keep saying it, but we're planning on doing something fun on the socials soon. <laughs> <laughs> soon. We're yep. just working up the kinks still. Um, so you should be following us everywhere. At um, on Instagram at the Nightmare Girls. Oh no, not the. Sorry, on Instagram at Nightmare Girls Podcast. On Twitter at Nightmare Girls Pod without the A Nightmare without the I and Girls. Um, if you want to look at our cobweb filled Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash Nightmare Girls Podcast. Or you can send us an email at the Nightmare Girls Podcast at gmail.com. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we do have, we're trying to plan something fun for Halloween. So yes. <laughs> we're getting there. We promise. Mm hmm. Happy, happy don't trust anyone everyone's controlled by the government don't yep yeah yep she said cool <laughs> on that Why note this is so awkward <laughs> we've been doing this for 17 episodes we're horrible at this yeah we're love so the awkward. wenches <laughs> love the XO, nightmare XO. women <laughs> oh my gosh i hate oh, you guys <laughs> if you're still listening you're a, you clearly have issues but welcome <laughs> yep okay but, okay bye-bye. bye everyone bye, bye.